0: Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. One altcoin is beating the bear market. In today's call, we're going to discuss exactly what that altcoin is, why it looks like it's beating the bear market, and a surprising and kind of disturbing fact about the altcoin as well. So be sure to stick around to discover what that mystery altcoin is and what its prospects are as well now of course the prospect of any altcoin is going to be tied to the wider market so the proper way to begin our analysis is to consider the btc eth and altcoin market charts so let's do that right now btc continues trading around about that 20k level this comes despite the very big fomc meeting which we had just two days ago where the federal reserve announced a 75 basis point hike this was very much priced in by the market. In other words, there was around about a 88% probability of this happening and so it was a little bit of a non-event from a price action point of view. It didn't really impact the markets too much. Ethereum is similar, also trading around about the 1.5k level where it's been trading for a while and overall a bit unfazed. So how do I read the BTC ETH charts? Well it looks like they are sort of waiting and seeing if you like for some sort of big event to either push a lot of buy pressure through or sell pressure. But overall, there isn't much clear conviction for either the bears or the bulls and the sort of tug of war battle continues. What is a little bit interesting or bespoke about what's going on right now in this current bear market is that even though we've just seen that BTC, Ethereum are flat or sort of stuck in the mud, stuck in their boots, we see that actually a lot of altcoins are pumping. OKB is up about 20%, same for Matic on the 24 hour, Chainlink, ICP, Ethereum Classic, Near Protocol, BNB, Aave, Flow also up on the 24 hour, and yes, one of the altcoins on the screen right now is the exact one we're gonna deep dive into in a second. But what are we going to do first? This is not, I repeat, not a Moonboy Chill account. We will never just tell you to look at one altcoin and completely forget everything else in the cryptocurrency markets. That's why it's essential that we go over the top headlines in the cryptocurrency news today. I'm quickly going to allude to the biggest risks, trends, and opportunities you should be aware of today before we then go on to that altcoin that has been beating the bear market and whether it will continue to beat the bear market. So let's quickly cover the headlines now. DYDX introduces a proposal for autonomous sub based infrastructure. The Decentralized Autonomous Organization, or DAO, attached to the DYDX derivatives protocol could see the formation of a number of autonomous sub-DAOs with infrastructure changes, the the Foundation proposed in an announcement. The prospective roadmap comes in anticipation of the launch of DYDX version 4, slated for the third quarter of 2023, and builds on the organization's previous steps towards fully decentralizing the protocol, the Foundation said. Proposed for community considerations is an operation subdao that would complement a previously established DYDX grants program that, through an eight person multi signature trustee committee, oversees control over some 5.5 million DYDX tokens, which is a, just about $5 million there wasn't that a little bit of a mouthful? If you didn't follow everything, I would summarize that by saying important updates happening for the DYDX ecosystem and a wider macro trend of development towards DAO and user governance models. In other words, tokens, projects, and protocols where the user votes and decides on the future of the protocol, the very nature, if you like, of cryptocurrency and power back to the people. And if only that success and positive prospects of DYDX was industry-wide. Coinbase transaction revenues plummet 44% as user activity declines in Q3. Cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase saw a huge fall in its transaction revenues in the third quarter activity, which fell after a broader market downturn, but managed to cut its losses in half compared to the prior quarter. In a shareholder letter released November 3rd, the company shared that transaction revenue had fallen from $655.2 million in the second quarter to about $365.9 million, representing a decline of 44%. The company cited poor macroeconomic conditions with daily average crypto market capitalization falling 30% and trading volumes shifting away from the United States due to the lack of regulatory clarity as reasons for the decline. Pretty much every company that is failing right now is citing the overall bearish market conditions as the reason, so that might be the case for some projects but I would take that with a bit of a pinch of salt. It might also be that there are bespoke factors unique to a project or company that are contributing to the downfall or decline as well as the bear market conditions. But overall, I think this kind of news is very helpful to give us perspective. Even if we sometimes see a 5 or 6% rally during a bear market, the revenue and reports of these big companies really do help to reaffirm the fact that we are still in a bear market. And whilst we all feel the heat during a bear market, some are feeling it more than others. South Korean prosecutors accused Do Kwon of manipulating Terra's price. Let's look at this headline and then just one more headline until we deep dive into that mystery altcoin trend and whether it will beat the bear market. A local report from South Korea claims that the country's prosecutors have obtained evidence to suggest Terraform Labs co-founder Do Kwon had once ordered an employee to manipulate the price of Terra Luna Classic. A report by Korean broadcasting system KBS on November the 3rd yesterday quotes an official from the South Korean prosecutor's office who said they obtained a conversation history in which CEO Kwon specifically ordered price manipulation. This is a quote from the prosecutors. I can't reveal details, but it was a conversation history where CEO Kwon specifically ordered price manipulation. Kwon's whereabouts ultimately continue to remain a mystery, despite the Terror Ecosystems co-founder previously arguing he is not on the run. Previous reports have suggested Kwon first moved from South Korea to Singapore before transitioning to Dubai, UAE. The KBS report now suggests Kwon is residing somewhere in Europe and as of November 3rd without a valid passport. Do Kwon apparently is now an illegal immigrant wherever he is, in any country, and he cannot travel legally between countries. If found, he will have to deal with a $57 million lawsuit recently filed against him. Hold on to that idea of market manipulation as we go throughout the rest of this call. The final headline now, battle of the finances, until we deep dive into our mystery altcoin analysis. For technology visionaries, decentralized finance is seen as the hammer that will destroy the shackles of traditional finance. However, for DeFi to succeed, strength in numbers is required. According to LONE scan, in January 2021, market participants could earn a yield between 7 to 14% on USDC. At the same time, the Fed set interest rates at 0.25%, DeFi must have been a pretty hard sell, right? it wasn't. It was a no-brainer, actually. But as the crypto climate worsened and USDC yields dropped to about 2% in January 2022, the key question began to emerge. What would happen to DeFi if yields converged with those of traditional finance? Although yields fell almost 85% from January 2021 to January 2022, they've never fallen below the yield offered by traditional finance institutions until Coinbase's new announcement. Coinbase will now be offering users 1.5% APY on their USDC. According to Bankrate, users can earn around 3% if they choose to deposit money into a traditional savings account. Not only will they earn almost twice the yield, but they would also avoid any smart contract or regulatory risk posed by holding USDC. This is just a trend to keep an eye on, there is a trade-off between risk and reward. Cryptocurrency assets are more risky, so you would expect more reward for taking on that risk. That reward is usually achieved through higher yield. If we stop seeing yields being higher, what is the point of taking the risk? Some might argue that the point would be to uh, have the other perks associated with decentralized finance, like not having a entity or intermediary able to control your finances, but will that be enough to offset the risk? only time will tell. Now that we are up to date regarding everything we need to know about the charts and the headlines for the news today we are ready to jump into our mystery altcoin analysis that might be beating the bear market. If the altcoin that is defying the bear market today that we're going to discuss is Polygonmatic. Taking a look at CoinMarketCap, we can see the altcoin is up 14% on the 24 hour and about 24% on the seven day. Why is this beating the bear market? Well, we can see that BTC and Ethereum are pretty much neutral. So clearly, Matic is rallying for bespoke reasons. Oftentimes in a bearish market, when we see an altcoin outperform like this, there's usually a very specific reason. And indeed, that is the case today as well. Matic Polygon is part of a very big partnership that has been making the headlines. So Instagram is losing traction to its competitor, TikTok. What better way to gain some back than adding some cool features? In keeping with their focus on Web3, Meta has announced that Instagram will aid creators in creating and selling NFTs. Instagram is equipping creators with a toolkit that will help them create, showcase, and sell their NFTs. And why is this relevant to Polygon Matic? Well, Meta has chosen to partner with Polygon for this special update. Unlike Apple App Store's 30% fee, Instagram revealed that, for now, they would not be taking a cut from the creator's revenues. Instagram will also add support for the Phantom Wallet and the Solana blockchain. This integration will add to the list of networks and wallets they already support, including Rainbow, Metamask, Trust Wallet, Coinbase Wallet, Dapper Wallet, Ethereum, Polygon, and Flow. So, Polygon is clearly part of one big partnership and It doesn't end there. Polygon is also being adopted by JP Morgan one of the biggest banks in the world. We just mentioned Meta, but worth noticing that Polygon's got a bigger list of high-profile partners, got Disney, Starbucks, and Robinhood already. Banking giant JP Morgan has used Polygon to conduct its first live trade worth about $71,000 on a public blockchain, marking a concrete step toward integrating cryptocurrencies into traditional financial frameworks. I'll talk a little bit more about this, but remember I did tell you that there's something very concerning about this and I'll get on to that later as well. As part of the Monetary Authority of Singapore project Guardian pilot, JP Morgan completed the first live cross-border transaction using Polygon on November the 2nd, so two days ago. Mass's Project Guardian initiative aims to explore ways traditional financial institutions can leverage tokenized assets and decentralised finance protocols to execute financial transactions, among other use cases. The chief fintech officer of Mass said the live pilots led by the industry participants demonstrate that digital assets and DeFi have the potential to transform capital markets with the appropriate guardrails in place calling it a big step towards facilitating more efficient and integrated global financial networks. So it looks like these big partnerships are the reason that Polygonmatic has been outperforming and beating the bear market recently. The logical next question becomes how sustainable is this? Will Polygonmatic continue to outperform? Because we can pinpoint the success to such a specific reason here, there is an argument to be made that this is just a little bit of hype poor momentum or positive by pressure to do with these specific headlines and that once the excitement of the headlines wears off a bit, Polygonmatic might end up correcting. So frankly it seems a little bit too soon to go out celebrating. Not to mention as well that we are still in a wider bear market as we have confirmed multiple points throughout this call and that any altcoin position right now is even more risky than usual. And there's something particularly concerning about this that I'd just like to draw your attention to which adds to some of my worries about the performance. If you've been listening to these calls for some time, you'll know that around about a month ago We did cover the headline that the JP Morgan CEO called cryptocurrencies publicly in a statement, a decentralized Ponzi scheme. The leadership thinks cryptocurrencies are a decentralized Ponzi scheme, and now they are doing this big polygon integration collaboration and are saying that DeFi is the future of capital markets. Something seems a little bit strange here. Some might even call this market manipulation. All in all, promising news from Polygonmatic, but given all the factors we've just spoken about, maybe a bit too soon to completely rejoice. Of course, none of this is financial advice. Do your own education, do your own research, understand your own risk appetite, make your own decisions. That is the way. Martian Lieben Drouster, that is goodbye in Scottish Gaelic.